Sometimes it's tough, isn't it, to start these ones? Colour, colour, rainbows, palettes, painting a house. And with that, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the That's Rank podcast. Amazing. I am Bob's Bob. I'm Liam. Hello. Hello, Liam. How are you? Oh, man. I'm very good. Oh, sometimes the best intros are the ones you don't think about. They just come out of your face. They just come out of nowhere. Oh, amazing. Yep. How are we doing? I'm, I'm not doing too bad, actually. Oh. I'm not doing too bad. I've, uh, I've been blue at times. Yeah. I've been uh, green with envy. As we all have. I've been yellow with jealousy. No. Is it? <laughs> no, it's green with jealousy. Yellow's the cowardly one. Yellow's the one that you get. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was green of envy, yeah. yellow of je- jealousy. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> cowardly. That's, that, that's right. right. You're like the cowardly that's line. Right. That's right. Ooh. And, I mean, that, that movie uses a lot of colours, doesn't it? Oh, that's right. A cowardly line. That's right. Colours are everywhere, aren't they, Lamb? They are. And mm. what are we tackling? T- I mean, we're tackling something that's going to be pretty... Uh, We've never done something like this before. No. But I was curious when we first started this podcast, I got mm. excited because I knew there was going to be great diversity yes. into the things and the subjects that we would rank. I agree. Sometimes they're more obscure. Sometimes mm. they're very like popular common experiences. And sometimes they're about as basic as life gets. And this is, this is, this is probably one of the most basic ones we'll probably end up doing. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. It will be interesting to see how it yeah. goes. So this, on this week's episode, we are ranking colours. Colours? Mm, our top three colours. How do we even do this? Good question. Man. I think, that, I think once we get to our lists, yeah. it shall be uh, exposed how we do this. But firstly, thank you for those who have been writing in yes. and uh, commenting on our posts. Um, this post, you may be hearing this post a little bit after. We've recorded it. So if you've since messaged in, yes. uh, please do stay with us. And in the coming weeks, we may read that one out loud live on the podcast. You'll find us at Facebook, That's Rank Pod. Instagram, That's yep. Rank Pod. That's right. Twitter. That's Rank Pod. Gmail. That's Rank Pod at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got them all. I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still shocked the fact that, we're, that we got all of the things. Because normally at this stage of the game, when you start a new podcast, yes, you start true. a new venture. Things are taken. Everything's taken. Mm. Not that's rank pod, though. Or even that's rank. That's rank wasn't a, a name for anything. No, I think the closest I got was I looked on Spotify and there was an our defunct podcast called That's So Rank. Oh. But I think we can all agree that's a terrible name for a podcast. That's, that's rank right. is where it's going to be. <laughs> that's rank is where it's at. You didn't need to heighten it with the so. No. Know, just that's rank. That's However, extra syllable, no one needs it. Shout out to the That's So Rank podcast That's in right. memoriam. <laughs> um, one day we may be there ourselves. That's so right. to all those who have uh, delved into the podcast world and have, and, and have tried mm-hmm. to lend their hand at creating something That's right. for the world. Salud. 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 <sighs> Delicious. How, how have you been, Lynn? I've been good. Because well, I think about this podcast all week, right? Because colours are such a – there's something that we take for granted, I find. They're, yes. they're all around us. And, mm. like, trying to narrow it down to three colours yes. that kind of symbolise life or symbolise something that's our favourite things in life mm. is a very, very difficult thing to do. Well, I mean, you could and you could argue, like, mm. that, that expression, colours are all around. Mm. They are literally what makes our reality. 
yeah. for many people. Obviously, we've got five senses, one of which is sight, mm-hmm. and now not, not everybody sees all colours, not everybody right. sees all things. That's right. But for the vast majority, well, what, what we are seeing is physics, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's light coming from a source, the sun, or an, or an artificial source, yep. reflecting or refracting at different uh, frequencies, therefore creating different spectrums of colour. And that's what we see. That's what literally makes up our world. I was having a conversation the other day with someone about colours and the things mm-hmm. that we see out of our eyes and stuff like that. Yes. And I was kind of taking – it was one of those like stream of consciousness, consciousness kind of conversations, mm. the ones that you used to have when you were a young kid after you know a few joints, You know, one of those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. I said to the person, like, the way I look at green and see green could be mm-hmm. completely different to how you see it and how you perceive it in your head. So this idea of like I'm saying that's a green shirt, you recognize that as green. Yes. But how you see that green is completely different to how I see green. You, do you see what I'm saying? Like the, I do. I the, do. And the, certainly, I mean, that's what you would call color blindness, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking more. I'm talking more like from a, a psychological level, like the idea of what green is is different to all people. Like you, we all recognize it as green because in yes. our head we've been yeah. told that's yeah. green. But how I see that green to how you see that green could be completely different. Well, that's true, mm. I guess. That's I right. I guess that's true. But, like, but, but that wouldn't – I mean, we all have to be – otherwise, it would be pretty hard to, to make pictures of things if we saw different shades. Well, no, could st- you could still make the pictures. The pictures would still look the same. Mm. But how your mind interprets those colours mm. could be very different. So you mean what the colour means to you? What it means to you, what it looks like, it could be very, very different. In terms of like, because we don't know. I don't know what your eyes are seeing. Like, you could be looking at me right now and seeing. I can't see anything. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I should have discussed this before we started the podcast. <laughs> I just see blurry figures at the end of the year because I forgot my glasses. <laughs> uh, but, but as an example, our, yeah. our, our eyesight changes. That's true. Um, so our experience shifts and changes. That's so, right. Yeah, absolutely. And color, you know, color theory is linked a lot to emotion as well. Yes. And there's a lot of science that actually suggests. Well, like, 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 like the colour of a room does actually make a real big impact on how you're feeling. Well, of course. Like if you if you painted all the walls black in your room, yes, probably feeling well, probably very closed in because black's going to make that room very small. But it's going to be very kind of dark and control like controlling and very That's small right. and very. That's right. That's right. A white room is obviously much. Well, larger. I wouldn't go from black to white. I'd go from black to orange because orange is the new black. Uh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Just funny. You went, you went to a TV reference. My head went Jaffa's delicious. Oh, now that's where my head goes. <laughs> <laughs> but they are a fascinating thing. Like, oh, yeah. and we use them in all in all facets of life. Mm. In like, I mean, you've got our our our, our queer friends who use all different colours to represent themselves it's in a, different ways. A political movement. That's political been movement. Attached, so that's that's used the use of colour. That's right. I mean, it, you could you would argue that you know, all, all, a lot of political movements would use symbols all of different types of colours to represent. Uh, and to band people together in certain ways. For the good and the bad. For the good and the bad. That's most right. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very, they're very powerful tools. Mm-hmm. They're very powerful tools. Mm. And it's funny, like we're talking about this now and I look at my little list that I've put together here and I've realised that the way that I have put this list together is probably not how we're describing things now. You know what I mean? Because right. I, don't, I don't really have those experiences of yes. Of, of being in a, in a place where that, that colour is such a powerful tool in terms of that kind of side of things. And I think like everyone's, again, different, having, coming from a different experience in that some people may be very familiar mm. with colour palettes because they may have recently built a home. Sure. 
bought a piece of furniture. Absolutely. And when you're going through those parts of life, or even buying clothes, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're looking at different colours, and it's at times when it comes to paint, you're actually literally looking at these palettes of broad colour, and you're going, which one do I like? Which one do I like? I tell you, in preparing for this episode, I was like, look at these 127 different shades of blue. <laughs> Which one, which one is my favourite shade of blue? I have no idea. Um, but people have said to me, interestingly enough, I remember a friend of mine walked in. I was living in a share house and yep. my, my, my flatmate Julia walked in and she goes, Rob, I've, I just realised that all your clothing is earthy shades. Mm. I looked over and I'm like, yeah, it's all greens and blues and browns, rough, right, roughly. The darker greens. Darker and greens, and oh, but different shades. I had some lighter ones, I had some darker ones. Um, I had different shades. I had, and she made a good point. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I actually don't have a lot of great bright clothing." Mm. So at times, I venture out, uh, and I might try and buy myself a, a good orange shirt because I think orange suits me. But orange doesn't suit everybody. No, not at all. And that's the other part of it, right? Different colors suit different people, different environments, different things. But even that is is like um, subjective, right? Or objective? Which one is it? Like, if it suits you or not, is completely up to like. I think, yes, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it, if it is. What? Um, but it's certainly a part of, it's a part of the uh, the broader space, right? Like like a house or even countries. Like we we often reflect on travel. Yeah. Um, and I often think back to, you know, like different countries to me have a different like light. Okay. And they have a different kind of colour to it. I kind of see what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, and like, you know, like I think of when I have memories of places that I've been, like I can, like the the light feels different, the colour of the place feels different. Yeah. And obviously that, like, like in, in Edinburgh, it's because there's a lot of grey buildings. Yeah. Um, whereas you know, in a, another part of the world, there may be more walking through Tokyo. There may be more. Yeah. There's our one Japanese reference for the episode. It might had be to one. get had to yeah. get one in. Um, <laughs> you know, you got the neon lights. You got the you got the things. That the, That's right. You know, so you got like so for me, cover as well as all things takes me back to a place as well. Sure. Time of day. Yeah. You know. Well, I think time of day is actually one of the biggest things that's factored into my list. To be honest oh, with you, like look, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. looking back through it in the list that I've made. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to specific times of day where I, I must, I must have, I must feel my my best. Mm. I must enjoy the most. Otherwise, I wouldn't have just, I wouldn't have made the list this way. True. And it was almost like it was almost subconscious. Like when I was doing this, because colors are so diverse and so broad, and how you interpret them is so different. You can't really take one. Like even like your your favorite color is only your favorite color because it's probably mixed in with a different color, right? No one just looks at red and goes, "Yeah, that's dope." It's red mixed in with all the different tones, different colors to make that red stand different out. Shades of red, exactly right. And what's 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 surrounding that red? Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a tricky list to kind of put together and tricky idea to kind of put together because because of that reason itself. Mm. And like I'm I'm a cinephile. What? And I no. enjoy you know and and you know like like film and not like when we're watching film and oh all, yeah, there's so many layers of what's happening in front of us that we don't, we don't necessarily have to think about it. We don't have to. No. But there was a reason you walked out of the Matrix and thought, oh, that was that was cool. That looked cool. Yeah. You know, and then you read the then you look back at it now and you realize that it's very green and there's a really green film and they've used the color of green throughout the film. That's right. On the the various kind of blacks and greys and whites through the palette. Yeah. But it has a very green tinge to it, which is something kind of colour grading, like there's a creative choice and there's so many different things that you can do with an image to give it a different vibe, mm. a different feel. I think that's one of the things like going through film school that I, I noticed as well. I think I had to do a, a, a subject or an assignment on colour usage yeah. in film. Yes. And it wasn't until I've done that and I'm full disclosure, yep. I focused on this 
for that assignment and never again since. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you're alone there, Liam, when it no, comes to assignments. I don't think so either. <laughs> but colour plays such a, a massive role in film, in yeah. art in general, because yeah. a lot of the time that hidden meaning is in the colour. Yeah. Like what they're trying to portray is in that colour. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to watch it and be like, oh, it's, it's, it's that. You, know, oh, like, you don't have to, you know. That's the thing. It's just, it's it's more it's oh. the attention to detail. Yeah, not everyone has to take it to this level of uh, breaking true. it down. That's true. But it is certainly um, there's act, there's a lot of choices that have been made when you create any kind of art form. Yeah, and yeah, what color? What basic? What color am I going to use? Is key. I, I don't know if you've ever designed, and I know you have because you've designed stuff for this podcast. Yeah. Be like, where do I start? What color am I going to use for this logo? Yeah, you know, what yeah, color yeah. am I going to use for my CV? Like when you're building a resume, oh, what color am I going to use for my CV? Let me tell you something right now, my friend. Yes, I'm currently putting my CV together at the moment because there's some promotional rounds coming up at work. Uh huh. I'm having that struggle, right? Because I've used the same template that I used for my previous resume. Yes, but the colors are different, and I'm struggling. I'm like, is the blue better, or is the green better? Is there a lighter hue of? What makes me more professional? Yeah. What is more professional? Because at the end of the day, to me, like just plain black is probably the most professional. True. But it doesn't pop. Especially it doesn't, like for it doesn't stand out. CVs have come a long way. They have. Now you can't get away with just a plain no you know, a plain uh, Korean new Microsoft Word. Microsoft Korean Word. But you know what I'm saying? Like back in the day you just used to like our, our word skills were so were so minimal. Well, don't forget everyone's that. CVs are <laughs> colourful and designed. Templated. How do you? I'm trying to think back to what my like my second CV looked like. Like after I'd worked at the cinema for eight years, mm. and I moved on and got the job at the casino. Mm-hmm. I had I only had one job. Yes. You know, so it's kind of like, what do you put in? What do you put in? You're like, ah, uh, I can make chalk bombs pretty good. Hire me at the casino, please. Do you know, like it's 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 really kind of difficult to do. Like now, I miss the chalk bombs from the casino. <laughs> <laughs> Those late night chuck bombs. That's right. They would always get me back to the table. Yeah, Whenever right. I was wiltering, I'd be like, oh, I'm about to go home. Oh, I'll tell you what. Chuck bomb. The worst thing in the world was trying to clean that chocolate off the felt at the table <laughs> tables. It was the worst. In all honesty, I don't want to give casinos ideas for keeping people inside, you know, because they've put a lot of time and energy into planning that Trust out. Me. But if you gave out free chuck bombs. Yeah, yeah. Especially on Seniors Day. Yeah. They keep people there all day. People would be staying. No, they don't need any help with that. They're, they're, oh, and talking about colours, a colour uh-huh. palette in a casino is very important for that exact reason. Oh, that's true. Like when I worked there, it was still the Burswood Casino back in the day, right? Now, the Burswood Casino, now it's the Crown Casino. Yes. When I was working there, when it was the Burswood Casino, lots of, it was like built in the 80s, right? So lots of burgundies, mm. lots of mauves, lots mm. of really dark kind of, mm. kind of, let's be real, Depressing colours. Yeah. Which kind of fit the bill. <laughs> to be honest, let's be real. <laughs> but, but now, after they did the renovations and it's poor, a crown. Poor Burgundy. It used to be royal colour. I know, it used to be. Tainted. Tainted. It's tainted by casinos uh, <laughs> everywhere. Casino carpeting everywhere. I'd be hard, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that uses Burgundy nowadays, I reckon. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, literally, they, 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 they named one of the most cringiest <laughs> comedy characters of all time, Ron Burgundy, oh, yeah. because of the association. That's right. That's right. The colour burgundy. But now, like you want to consider now, it's like it's bright, it's vibrant, there's like pearly whites and there's yes. golds and there's like the neon colours from the, the pokies and, and, the, and the jackpots are all like really bright. Now, they used to be bright back in the day, but with the burgundy, yeah, look kind of drab. 
Yeah. Now with that, the bright, bright Bur- white burgundy really pops. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> over the over the neon. That's not what you want for a casino. <laughs> I can't believe I, I actually haven't been to the casino for some time. I mean, look, it's the casino. At the end of the day, yeah. it's it's still yeah. the same. But you know, one day we should just do a walkthrough. Yeah, and yeah. I'm saying that because you're going to have to be my uh, yeah. my chaperone, so I don't stop at the tables. The only color that matters at the casino, Liam, is green. green. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the color of failure and bankruptcy? Also green. Also green. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the color of the felt that you're playing on. And regret. The that's color right. of regret. That's right. Yeah. It's very versatile. as green. Great. Very versatile. Very versatile. As in most colors. That's true. Without further ado, I mean, do we get into it? Let, I'm very curious to see what you've done. Okay. Because I've approached mine in a very particular way. Well, that's and, the, and that's the beauty, as we've mentioned many times. Please, we, we, we do not know. We do not know. How either of us have formed our lists. No, we don't. And I'm, look, I'm, I'm actually really intrigued for yours because I'm, I'm worried that I might have gone a bit too, not, not generic, but I think I'm covering a lot within my genericness, if that makes sense. That, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. I'm looking forward to the fact that you've made, probably approached it differently to the way I've approached it, which I think is what's fun about doing something like Favourite Colour, yeah. is that you're like, well, what do I do with that? Yeah. It made me actually question and yeah. think about it a bit more than normal. Not to say that I don't think and question things, but you know, it's easy to say, oh, top three burgers. Well, yeah, I got that one down. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Colours. I don't really think about colours. So please, without further ado, sir. So, really quick through my honourable mentions, because I mean, I think the honourable mentions are going to be the, the, the smallest part of this, right? Yeah. Yep. Orange. Yeah. I don't really have a reason for it. I just kind of like it. Orange is a good colour? Yeah. Orange is purple for obvious reasons. Yep. Good sports teams. Those obvious reasons being? Uh, I said good sports teams. I retract that statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, one that you like. Well, Freer Dockers, uh, Perth Glory. Yeah. Um, you had the Toronto Raptors when I was spotting those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else is purple? But purple mainly for the for Freo. Red because it, I, it still kind of is that color that stands out and it kind of gets you the most. I think. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. when it comes to things like movies and stuff. I think it's very very prominent in in, in art. A lot of the time is yeah. is red yeah. more than anything else. I have no real other reason for putting those three in my honorable mentions uh-huh. other than that they're. F- Dope colours. And they didn't make your list as well. So you wanted to shout them out. Well, that's right. And I think with my actual list, I've actually taken, I've actually written notes. I've got some notes here too. And I, I enjoy red too. I just want to say that out of all those colours, mm-hmm. and I've mentioned for me, and I'm, there's lots of, I didn't research um, all the various kind of shades or names for red like I have done with my, my list. Oh, so you've gone like real deep. I've dive. gone a little okay. bit. I've gone a little bit deep. But red and the various shades of red, and also obviously my team is the Sydney Spons, red and white. So I like red, I like purple. Okay. I say I like purple. For some reasons I like purple, I'm guessing. No. Actually, oh, no. damn it. No, no, no. Different reasons. I, I do like the free metal dockets. Damn it. But I, I you know, I just <gasps> something like purple. Something, something about, about purple. Something about purple. Yeah, yeah. Tinky winky. That's right. <laughs> It's the colour of naughtiness. Ham- hamburglar. It's the colour of naughtiness. The Hamburglar. Grimace. What am I talking about? Hamburglar. And it's the colour of Grimace, yeah, which is Grimace. one of the greatest characters ever invented, <laughs> who didn't get his own story. Oh, he didn't. Think about it. We all know who Grimace is. Yeah. Never had a story told about story. him. Yeah. No sh- okay. Let's stop for a second. Yeah. So, yeah, Hamburglar was obviously the guy that stole all the, all the burgers from old mate Ronald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronald's the, the, the guy. Ronald he, McDonald, yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. Grimace was just there. It was always, yeah, he's just there. He's a big purple blob. Yeah. And everyone knows who Grimace was. Yeah. 
But like, where's Grimace's backstory? Yeah. What did Grimace, like, I would love to see Grimace the film or a Grimace <laughs> TV series, like The Adventures of Grimace. Well, I mean, they did a Barney the Dinosaur movie. If they can do a Barney the Dinosaur, another purple person. Another purple person. If they can do a Barney the Dinosaur movie, they can do a Grimace. I feel like there must have been, like, when I grew up, I remember seeing, like, McDonald's, like, uh, comic strips, like, with the characters. Like, particularly, you know, when you get the tray? Oh, yeah, yeah, Maybe the bit of paper would have, like, a little comic strip. Yeah, Maybe yeah, there's yeah. some backstory there about the, the character of Grimace. But, you know, like, it's interesting, though, how we all know who Grimace is, but yet he's not a character in a film, a TV star, or a story, which is normally how when we find characters, right? Yeah. Have you found something on Grimace? Okay, let me let me let me read you. So I found the um the, the wiki for Grimace, and here's the first. Okay, here is the first paragraph. Yeah, Grimace is a character featured in McDonald Land commercials. He is a large, purple, anthropomorphic being of intermediate species with short arms and legs. He is known for his slow-witted demeanor. His most common expression is the word "duh" before every sentence. Have we learned anything there? <laughs> Have we learned anything about Grimace? I didn't know Grimace had the catchphrase, duh. Poor Grimace. I mean, that's it. For those listening, um, we're in North the hamburger, the, the, the <laughs> hamburger was out there tonight. <laughs> that's much louder than usual. Usually it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's the heart of Northbridge. Yeah. This is the other meme we have now. Every time there's going to be police sirens running through my, running through my house, sure. Maybe one, one day. One day. Maybe one day. If we're, if we're lucky. Yeah. When that, when you forget to pay for the copyright of that thing, they will come get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just give, give, it a, give it a beat. I'm just going to quickly read this Origins thing. I'm just going to see if there's anything else we can add to this Grimace part. Because okay. so far, well, that's all it says. It's just he's an anaphromorphic uh, guy that says, Duh. Look, I feel like they've really stereotyped Grimace. Oh, okay. Grimace was born out of pure spite and crawled out of a sewer. <laughs> what? Grimace was born out of pure spite and crawled out of a sewer before setting foot in McDonald's. Originally, Grimace was the evil Grimace with two pairs of arms with which to steal milkshakes. So he was the milkshake stealer. So you had the Hamburglar. Um, he was another. He was another. Um, a thief. He was a thief. He was another. Yeah, there. Um, Ronald McDonald. No, what's the what's the word? He was for the one said so Ronald McDonald. Typical propaganda. You know, he always had to try to find, make enemies of the, of those to you know to get support to be liked. That's right. They made an enemy, enemy of Grimace. Well, after the first campaign, the character was revised to be one of the good guys, and his number of arms was reduced by two. Because famously, you can only steal milkshakes if you have four arms. That's a famous <laughs> trope. That's literally that's that. I mean, that is his backstory. It's like he came he came in as a villain. Well, you wouldn't need one arm to hold the cup. Yep. One arm to pull the lever. That's right. Another arm to hold the gun. That's right. <laughs> and then another arm to open the door. You know. <laughs> I would have loved to have oh, seen this conversion. I hold two guns. <laughs> like, keep everyone at bay. Pew, pew. <laughs> it's Pulp Fiction stuff. That's right. I mean, look, we, um, if nothing else, the Colours episode of the that, yeah, that, That's yeah. Ranked podcast has taught us about Grimace, and that's fascinating in well, itself. Well, I didn't know Grimace had a heel turn. No, no, Grimace, no, Grimace had a, what's the, what's face, it? a, a face, face turn. turn. A face, a face turn, yeah. turn, He came out as a heel. Came out of the heel, had a face turn. The, 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 the creative wasn't working too well for him, so he... Uh, well, for a restaurant, like when you go, oh, I'm hungry tonight. Oh, there's this story about this this blob that came from the sewers <laughs> to steal milkshakes. Oh, there, let's go get some McDonald's. <laughs> Not very appetising, And then you walk in and just steal milkshakes and leave? You just walk in and you can just imagine Grimace sliding along the floor with all that sewage gunk <laughs> on his... <laughs> it's a burger restaurant, that's right. 
He's coming out of the sewer. He's coming out of the sewer. Grimace is coming out of the toilet in the fucking in the the back ends yeah. of of yeah. McDonald's and going. I don't think Grimace or the Hamburglar ever stole anything in their life. It was no. just Ronald McDonald wanted support, so he convinced people that there was people out there to steal their burgers and milkshakes. Right. And that's what made him popular. Poor Hamburglar, poor Grimace, trying to make an, an honest living. Ronald McDonald was Donald Trump before there was Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm unsettled. Silver. Silver. Silver will definitely be an honourable mention. Okay. Brown. Okay, let me tell you something about brown. I like an earthy brown. I like an earthy brown as well. And mm-hmm. I actually nearly put brown in my honourable mentions. Yep. Well, that's the thing about So my list is that I've got, I've got the names of colours. Okay. Because I was kind of interested about how colours get named. Okay. Well, I would like to actually say a few colours as my honourable mentions. And it's going to be a lead into how I've developed my list as well. Well, do you want. Okay, so. Do you care, do we care who goes first at this stage of the game, or are we just kind of not just really? Okay. Not really. Well, do you want to do honourables and then lead into your first one? I, I shall. Okay. I shall. Okay. Okay. So I I like the soft brown of a latte. Okay. Okay. I can get that. I like the dark amber orange of a pint of beer. Oh my goodness. Okay. I like the red of a strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> And that was how I developed my list. Okay. And I was like, colours, colours. And I started looking at colour, looking for colour schemes. And I was like, oh. And I'm like, you know, wait a second. Mm. As we touched on at the very beginning, yeah. we're surrounded by colour all the time. We literally absorb our experience through colour. Mm-hmm. What are the colours from my own experience that are my favourite, my top three? And okay. I use that as a little bit of a guiding light. Okay. So my number three is a colour called electric Blue. We're going to rock down to electric blue. <laughs> there is also a song uh, with electric. Oh, Ice House. Yeah. What yeah. am I doing? The much better song. Dun, 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 dun. I can see blue. when you're staring straight through me and it's all <laughs> over you. Electric blue. And the reason I chose electric blue. You've done it to me now. That song's going to be made <laughs> all night. The reason I chose electric blue. Yeah. Because one of my favourite colours in ex- in my experience mm. is the blue of an almost transparent ocean. Ah, oh, okay. You know, like I love when you go to the beach, mm. whether it's here on holidays. Mm. And you know, when you just catch those days when the water is still, I do, and the, and it just looks. It's not clear, like clear. It's, yep. no, it's never clear. Yep. It's always blue, but it's just that electric blue. Deep, deep. <laughs> and look, the colour of electric blue yeah. was named due to ionised, was named after the ionised air glow that is produced during electrical discharges. It's often associated with the star sign Aquarius. I love when you do your research. Look at this. Yeah, you I, did, your I did some research. <laughs> I always went for a different shade of blue, which okay. was the blue from the uh, Argentinian flag. Okay, that's a very that's a kind of a, almost a baby blue esque kind of. Well, that's what it's called, and, yeah, it's yeah. Got, and it's actually got like different shades, which are all like a different shade of baby blue, mm. a different name. They've all got different names as well. It was kind of fascinating deep diving into kind of color, yeah. Because there's obviously as we as we touched on politics and color, yes. a flag, yeah. The way we don our flags, you know. Well, the, fl- um, the colors in flags are very indicative of of that nation, yeah. Like you've got like uh, well, when the World Cup's on, you look at the audience. Yeah. You know they're all in their the red, white, and green. You know, cheering yeah. on uh, Italy. They're like they're all, whatever, you know, whatever. The red, white, and blue. Dare I say it? Yeah, which is like multiple countries. Which is why I always find it funny when the Americans sing about the old red, white, and blue. So we're also red, white, and blue. That's always we? UK, navy blue in Great Britain. Yeah, and New Zealand. Many countries all over the world. Oh, like red as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, like like so many, like so like, many, like most of the colours, <laughs> most of the countries, red, white, and blue, in some in some. Capacity. We come up with the Seychelles that has like a beautiful array, <laughs> but each of those colours in the Seychelles flags represent a different part of their of their country. That'll be a future. What's uh, that's ranked list? His favourite flags. Well, do you know what? I used to be a budding vexillologist when I was a young lad. A budding what? Vexillologist. Is that the person that studies flags? Correct. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Sure is, buddy. Well, there you go. I'll have to do my research for that episode. Future ranks, but you know what? Mm. I interrupted your electric blue story, please. please you did. Please. So that's where the colour electric blue comes from. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's a favourite colour because it's one of my favourite... Like, I, I just, it's one of the times where I associate the colour with an experience. Sure. Like when I go to the beach and when I see electric blue like tinted water, yeah. I know that I'm about to jump into the ocean. I know that I'm about to feel refreshed, refreshed and vitalised. Absolutely. And I know that I'm on holidays. I know that I'm on a break somewhere or a weekend. I know, you know what I mean? It's associated with all those things. Mm-hmm. And I love going to the beach. So the experience of diving literally headfirst into an electric blue ocean yeah. is one of my favourites. And this is a strong association to the colour. So how could I look past electric blue? In- <laughs> that's my number three amazing amazing i mean and look blue blue is it's such an amazing color mm. we might re- we might revisit this we're we gonna revisit blue. We, we might revisit that uh, yeah. soon enough well there you go, there you it's, go. A good, it's a good one but not my number three though mm. my number three is green mm-hmm. and this is one thing i thought about when we were doing this this as well that we because we might have fairly similar Colors up the top because I think that the top colors are usually, in most people's minds, fairly similar. I think. Yeah. I think there's going to be a very, very kind of similar top three. But my mm-hmm. three is green. My first recollection of the color green that kind of springs to mind is when I was in year seven. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My faction was green. I was in the green faction at primary school. I didn't know you were green faction. Uh, oh, are we going to have a fight now? I can't believe we've been friends all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. I'm going to go home and have a shower. That's fair enough, too. No, I was gold faction. Yeah, gold. I was going to say, were you gold faction? <laughs> what is it? The green and gold of Australia, two colours that are synonymous with this country, but for some reason at primary school, those factions always collided. Fierce rivalries. I was made vice-captain of green. Were you? In year seven, yeah. Really? Which was very surprising to me because, like, outside of playing basketball, I wasn't really the, the most athletic mm. or, um, or fit person. I'm almost convinced they did it as a troll. Like, oh, let's just vote for Liam. But you know what? I was stoked. I was like, yeah, vice captain of something. Yeah. And that's the first me- recollection of green that I've that I've got. Green's associated with an early success in life. Well, yeah. I guess it is. You know, I wasn't envious of anybody that day, except for the person who was captain. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes the Game of Thrones of like high school, of primary school. That's right. Captains and vice captains. And it was funny. I can go back and I can think of everyone, all the people in school in my year, and who was in what faction. Mm. But for some reason, I couldn't tell you who the captain was of Green. <laughs> couldn't tell you. Well, what does that tell you, Liam? It wasn't important. It the wrong matter. person got chosen. It does. That's true. That's, That's true. Right. It's telling you that they made the wrong decision. <laughs> Democracy doesn't work. But it's also the color of um. But going for hikes, the colour uh-huh. of trees, the colour of nature. Like if you go for a, a walk through a forest or a rainforest, in particular, you know, and again, memeing up Japan, yeah. when we were living in Okinawa, yeah. and we used to go for those hikes through the forest mm-hmm. at the back of mm-hmm. our farm, mm-hmm. you know, taking that ladder, that ladder stairway all the way through to the outlook over the ocean. Yeah. What do we walk through? Just different shades of green yeah. all around us. But don't you think, going back to like an earlier point, that like that 
rainforest has a is was a color green. Yeah. That was different to the color green of the of the rainforest in Laos and Thailand. That was yeah. different to the color of green of the Queensland rainforest. Cairns, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like the, you know that like that's what I mean. Like the, the nuance in like the different shades based on place and memory. Like it's it's, it's amazing. But it's funny because you could take the, the leaves, like if we took the leaves from Okinawa and we compared them to Cairns or to Laos or to anyone yeah. else and put them together, you probably wouldn't be able to differentiate too much. Mm, I think you could. You reckon? I reckon you could. So your your recollection of Okinawa then was like more of a dark, a darker kind of green or was it more of a lighter green? It was a really vibrant dark green. Like it was yeah. almost like a glowing dark Yeah, green. I, I remember it the same yeah, way. Yeah. Like a dark and yeah. really lovely, yeah, a lovely green. Yeah. Whereas like Daintree Rainforest for me is maybe more, I don't know, I'm going, I was there when I was 15. So it's I'm probably going to, I'm, it's going to be well, a long yeah. time. So I'm probably yeah. going to misrepresent it. Because I remember that also being quite a dark green, but almost more fluorescent in a yeah. way. Whereas the, like the, the forest, rainforests and forests in Laos, I just remember as being like a bit more like a shades of green and yellow. You yeah. know, like there's that more kind of a pastel kind of vibe to it. Gotcha, gotcha, you gotcha. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. It would be, it would be interesting to actually compare and contrast. Yeah. Next to each other, but you know, I think it's the it's everything around it as well. So it's the colours of the trees, and it's the colours of the there's so many colours, which is probably why in the context it feels different. Well, and also because we like those those hikes we did in Okinawa were from like we had those really dark brown wooden like walkways that went mm. through a lot, which might have you know contrasted against that green to make That's it true. look darker and yeah. look more uh, more earthy and more kind of vibrant mm. and dark. But it um, was a thinner green. Because I was thinner at the time <laughs> that I walked through the <laughs> an hour. Man, we got, we lost some weight. In fact, I posted some pictures on our Instagram a couple mm. of weeks back from mm. our, our trips in uh, Okinawa. Man, we were we were thin as all get out. We'll get back there, later. We shall. We shall one day. Maybe we should just go back. Let's just go back. I reckon Rio's still probably there. <laughs> Papa San. Go back to the farm. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, but it's also like moss, that kind of – in my head, all I'm th- picturing is like going through nature with green. If yeah. I think of green, I think of, of nature. I think of like the, the trees, I think of the moss, and I think of a smell. The yeah. smell of green kind of yeah. hits me really like – because blue has a smell in yeah. my head. Green has a smell as well. Yeah. And that's that – it's almost like a rain a rain on grass kind of smell. That's what's in my head yeah. when I think of green, you know. I think what's I looked at a, a shade recently. It's called aquamenthe. Aquamenthe. I'm not sure how to say it, but it's a kind of green that you get with very similar to your oceans, but it's in those green lagoon style yeah. colors that you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just it's just nature. It just, it just screams nature to me, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Now I'm just thinking about Brooke Shields and Return to the Blue Lagoon, though, for just a brief moment. Were you? You just took me. Back. <laughs> you just took me back. We won't go in there. We won't go, we won't go in. We I wouldn't be able to contribute to that conversation. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to unpack that one anymore then. Don't worry. <laughs> well, no, I kind of want to. Brooke Shields, Blue Lagoon. I could probably put, to, put two and two together. What year was that? I don't know, but I think at the time, at the time, I remember going, like, you know, I was probably of a similar age. Sure. Like, I remember probably seeing a trailer for it. I must have been, like, 10, 11, or 12. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those early stages where sure, I was sure, like, sure, sure, sure. I was like, wow. <laughs> and then I remember like a, year, a few years later I kind of reflected back I was like oh yeah yeah Brooke Shields and I went back and I looked at it and the controversy at the time was that she was only like 15 right when she made it but I, re- I realised at that point mm. that it was no longer a film I could reference as a as a you know a, 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 a person who was attractive 
Well, I mean, I, does that make sense? But I, at the I, time when I first saw it, when I was ten, eleven, sure. or twelve, yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, what the hell!" I think, and then I, I only uncovered, I only went back to look at it years yeah. later when I found out a bit more about it, and I was like, "Oh, actually, she's pretty young." And then I was like, "Oh, yeah." Well, it leaves you a bit. I don't know if I'm sharing. I don't know if I really should have been sharing this story, but no, no. What, what I was going to say was, if yeah. you were ten or eleven or twelve and thought that she was hot as hell when yeah. she was fifteen, that makes perfect sense. Of course, it does because yeah. you know, four hundred years. That's right. If you went back then now as an adult and mm. watched it for the first time, I was like, "Oh, yeah." Maybe a different story. Big problem. Definitely. Big problem. We should have a chat. <laughs> um, let me reassure you and our listeners that that's not <laughs> my story. What's your number two? Let's, not talk, let's move on. <laughs> my number two. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> my number two. Yeah. Look, I had to do a bit of exploration before I found this one. Because you've deep dived. I'm, I'm, well, I'm excited by this. So I, sta- I started out, I was like, what's a favourite colour? And I mm. realised that... The amber in the centre of a, or, or like the amber in a flame, right? Okay, is a, is a favourite colour that I love to watch in real, in, in you know, in my lived experience in life. I love, I guess, you know, as we all do, we become like transfixed by yeah. fire and flame, and I love to just sit by a fireplace and just watch the red and the ambers and the oranges of the the fire. Amazing. Okay, so I so I was like, that was my reference point, and sure. I was just like, well, that's like orange. Yeah. So I actually went back and I kind of un- unpacked and explored different shades of kind of orange and amber. And, well, it, it was it was kind of interesting because I started out with a colour called Blaze Orange. Blaze Orange. And then I was like, Blaze Orange. Let me, I want to find out a little bit more about Blaze Orange. Me too. It turns out Blaze Orange, and this is why orange is a colour that's only important in the broader context. Yeah is that blaze orange is also called safety orange <laughs> because it's the orange of safety signs right, right, and right, right. safety jackets. And I was like, ah, oh, it looked much better when I looked at it on the website. It kind of gives off mixed messages, orange. that does. Safety orange. And blaze orange. And blaze orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other one I thought was it was called um, Philippine orange. And I was like, that's not very yeah I'm talking about like bright uh, that color like if you if you google blaze orange that is blaze orange that color yeah I've had a few shirts in my time that were blaze orange and let me tell you not many people can pull off an orange you I can, can I can pull off an orange still yes oh I'm intrigued, I think so. I'm intrigued to see so. that. Yeah, like I think so. Next time we go out for a, for a few beers, maybe not quite as strong as blaze orange, but I've definitely had some like um maybe a bit more of a muted orange. But anyway, uh, so then I realized I didn't want. I, I realized I didn't want to have safety orange as my number two color. Well, it's very important though, safety orange. So I looked at uh, another color, persimmon. Okay, wait a second. So you, this is this is your journey to finding. Your this number is my two. journey to find my number two. Um, this is amazing. Okay. Oh, pers pers per, per, persimmon. Yeah, persimmon. Yeah, persimmon. Yeah. Like the fruit. The fruit. Yeah. Yeah, persimmon. And I was like, yeah, persimmon. I'm going to stick by persimmon. Persimmon's a very uh, common cover used throughout advertising. Okay. Used throughout all sorts of things. First recorded use in 1922. Mm-hmm. For those interested, its cover code is hashtag EC5800. Do you know, I'm glad you've ch- chucked those in, actually, because mm-hmm. those those codes, which I found when I was making the logo for this, ah, are yeah. very important. Very important. Because one letter different in that changes the entire changes complexity the of, the, of the color. You've gone from... Uh, Persimmon to safety orange. And for those who don't know what the, what that hashtag that you've just given is, it's not for Twitter. Mm. It's not for Twitter. It's not for Instagram. No. These are like... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you just started hashtagging EC5800, if you get like a... We should do that for the next A trend, day. some kind of deep, like deep dive, like community 
group that uses that as like a, a secret hashtag. You should, yeah, send it to me and I'll, I'll make sure on the next Instagram post I put up, I hashtag that color. Okay. Blaze orange. No, Persimmon. My apologies. Persimmon. And we'll see you. Um, which cult gets in touch with us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Cults often have lots of followers. That's true. Oh, dedicated. Perfect. It's the kind of marketplace where you need to target. That's Liam. right. We yeah. need to find some cults. All you need is one. <laughs> one if, you, if you get into the head of the cult, you've got the whole cult will be listening to you. Yeah. We might have to like kind of um, funnel our content into a very specific thing. <laughs> But we see, we'll see how we go. But Persimmon, though, I, I just I just had to Google Persimmon because I wasn't in, I know of the fruit, but I wasn't entirely sure of the color. Yeah, and it's almost like an orangey red mixture, mm. which I think it resembles the color of a flame, right? Like it, it does has that absolutely deep kind of it's like a deepness to it, a richness to it. Well, I mean, it's inside the Persimmon. So the inside of the Persimmon is kind of like the, the lighter parts of the orange mm. of the flame, and like the, outs- flame. the outside is the is the dark kind of. Uh, That's true. That's yeah. true. So it's the perfect color to describe. Yeah. Flame. Persimmons are fire. Mm. Straight fire. Straight fire. It's amazing they haven't caught on like fire in the fruit and veg industry. Well, isn't that, isn't that fascinating though? Because I think a lot of the times when we look at fruit and vegetables, we look at things that look slightly weird and mm. we're like, I don't want that. Mm. That apple looks like something I know. We're very plain. Yeah. You know? Pears, apples, oranges, persimmon. Well, the persimmon flavor is quite... <laughs> it's got a tartiness to it. A tartiness. A bit of tartiness. It's a tart. It's a tart. Yeah. But you love, you love a good tart, don't you? So that's right. It's, it's actually a lovely color. Like I'm actually looking at it now, going, I can, I can see, I, I can do, see. I do like a good little breakfast tart, Liam. Bacon, egg, <laughs> cheese. Good boy. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> All <laughs> right, there it is. There's our There's uh, call out <laughs> to the bacon and the egg and the cheese. There we go. We have to do it. Once. You've done it every episode. That's amazing. Oh, I love you for that. That's fantastic. All right. Oh well. Persman, grand number two. Yeah. I, do you know what? I feel like my list is getting more and more generic every time. <laughs> just because you're, you're you're pulling out these amazing colours, and I'm just my number two. No, but I think it's better this way. Like it's it's good. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be boring if we're both the same. Yeah, that's right. We both had person. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> electric blue? You had electric blue as well. Unbelievable. What what are the chances? Do you know what though? If I'd done this based on songs, <laughs> electric blue would be number one. <laughs> Uh, no, my number two is actually is 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 blue, mm. is blue, and the only reason I've I've done that is for a very similar reason you did. It's yes. the color of the ocean, it's the color of the sky. Yeah, but different shades of blue have very different kind of meanings. Like you look at the baby blues, which we spoke about before, mm-hmm. and normally that kind of brings a, a kind of a joy, yeah. kind of a joy, because it comes with that. It's it's a, it's a it's a more fun blue. It's the blue of new life. It's the blue of like you know, because even I mean, back in the day, they used to use that baby blue color mm-hmm. for girls. Mm-hmm. Instead of boys, ah. and that somewhere along the line that changed because someone thought that blue was a more masculine color. Apparently, well, it's interesting where these things would have come from. It oh, was yeah. probably some big company that has decided, like like Coca Cola, like how the like Coca Cola changed the colors for Santa Claus. That's right. Yeah, how these things get started. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. But no, it does change. It does change the mood of stuff because, like you know, if you're feeling blue, if you listen to the blues, you're feeling quite sad. You're feeling quite melancholy. That's true. That's true. Although when someone says blue to me, though, in music, mm-hmm. I know I should go be more cultured and go to the blues. You, you're going to Eiffel? I, I go to Eiffel. Eiffel, yeah. Abadee, yeah. Abadar. Yo, listen up. Here's a story <laughs> about a little guy that lives in the blue world. I will keep going, so I will stop right there. Mm-hmm. But the blue of the sky during sunset, mm. 
You know, because obviously on a clear day, yes. and this is probably something that I get most of most in uh, Southeast Asia. Uh-huh. So when I go to Vietnam, to Laos, to Cambodia, I got this at the sunset the most. I feel like as the, as that blue is changing from like day and going into the sunset, mm. there's like that, that, that particular hue of blue, the hue of blue that is in the middle of all that kind of stuff. It's almost getting towards indigo on the cusp of the uh, the orange and the, yeah, and the blue. That's right. It's and, like a and I feel like so it's the last piece of blue. Yeah, the last bit of blue of the day before right. it turns dusk, because it works so well in with all those other colors that you just mentioned, mm. like the oranges and the and the and the, the, the yellow, blaze orange, the blaze orange, persimmon, all the shades of the of the of the sunset. Unironically, those colors are probably in that sunset. <laughs> well, I mean, sunset was probably should have been an honorable mention. Really, I, I only just thought about it. Sunset like, is not a color though. Like sunset but is the like, colors of a sunset. You know, yeah. like there's the colors within a sunset. A sunset. Well, I realize like orange, purple, red, green, blue. Mm. Not green, but blue are all colors of that sunset. And I remember when I when I was researching this list, I literally just googled the word blue. Mm-hmm. I just googled the word blue, and I didn't realize how how much how well blue goes with a lot of different colors in contrast. Uh-huh. Yeah, I looked at one picture of a. It's basically a bus stop. At that time of day, we were just describing. It was kind of going into night. It was that really dark blue of is it twilight or like evening? It's like kind of dark blue. And there's this bus stop that's in the photo, and there's a light in the bus stop which is orange, and there's a person standing in the bus stop, and it just looks amazing. But it's that it's that blue that kind of gets you, kind of that, mm. that kind of yeah, complements all the other colours in there. I think it still comes back to what you were saying before, though. It, it does come back to I think it's probably the Australians in us that the colours of the ocean, and also like you know I remember um, reading a book. I cannot remember which book it was. Oh God, I'm having a total mind blank. But it was a it was a book by an American, Bill Bryson. He wrote, wrote a book about Australia, and he came to Perth, and he said he's never seen a bigger bluer sky anywhere in the world yeah. than Perth. And I actually I was I was overseas at the time, and I remember thinking, he's right. Yeah, like the the sky is huge in Perth because it's generally like a pretty flat city. Yeah, everyone's got like a one story house. The sky just seems huge. There's nothing. There's nothing impeding that view. No, no, and it's and it's this rich kind of blueness of the sky. So I think, yeah, I think, um, I think you're onto something there, Lou. Well, there was the, the other day I went for a walk with my with my parents around yeah. South Perth, right? And it was a very similar thing. We got to the other South Perth, which looks back at the city, and our city is very cute. It's very small compared to like your, your you know your big cities like yeah. Singapore, London, all that kind of stuff, which are just diaspora as far as the eye can see. Mm. But Perth is a very very small city. And when, that's, when that blue sky is just over the top of it, reflecting off the Swan River, I don't think there's anything better. And it's, I will ne- a, it's a very pretty city. And I will never, ever call the Swan River blue. It's definitely not. Murky brown. <laughs> Speaking of blue. Yes. I kind of have a journey to my last number one colour. That started with a, with a dark, dark blue. I mean, this, this is the best though, because you, you've got stories for all of yours, and I'm very, yeah. very, I'm very, very happy about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I wanted to, because I, I, I needed an into colour. I was like, where am I going to, how am I going to like? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, started with a, I started with the colour of a, of a shining star at night. Okay. That was where I started. And I was like, well, it's, you know, it's basically just bright white, right? But, sure. but I love. There was something about it when I first thought about colour and nature. Mm-hmm. I thought about uh, a night sky, yep. and I thought about a night sky in the country when you look up and you see stars, and it's just something about it. Yeah, you know, it's captivating, and it's not, and it's because we're we're blocked off from it yeah. most of the time living in the city. Yeah, 
partly because we're so busy in life, we never look, we never stop to look up. Sure. And partly because it's, you know, the, the, the refraction, mm-hmm. second time I've used that word again, <laughs> in a podcast. This is my smart, smart podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> use the word refraction to us. Um, I just love the fact that you tapped your pen on your head. That was the best part. My smart podcast. <laughs> That's true. Thank you for descript- describing that to our listeners. Cause, oh. uh, not a good gesture for uh, a podcast. It's not. But it, was, it, it tickled me. <laughs> it tickled me. <laughs> and look, it was good. I, I was going for it too. <laughs> so I started. Then I started thinking. Actually, what makes the bright of the of the star intriguing is actually the broad shade of a really dark blue of the night sky. Okay. So I started to Google and explore, like like the shade of the night sky at, 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 at night. And I found some really fascinating, deep, dark, dark blues. Okay. But I ended up with a colour that wasn't actually blue, but a colour called Eigengrau. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Okay. Eigengrau hashtag. Oh, no, no, I don't have the hashtag for Eigengrau because I had a, a, a colour of blue which I thought was attractive, which was hashtag zero lowercase a Zero two two lowercase a. That was I was gonna use that blue, but then I couldn't find a name for that color. I, I, I've literally just put that hash, yep. that 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 color in. Mm-hmm. That is the the blue of night. It's a beautiful color as well, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. Can you turn your laptop so I can just have a use as a, as a oh. reference? I know that I know people listening at home. But yeah, look at that. That is the blue of night. Absolutely. Yeah. So hashtag zero lowercase a zero two two a. I believe it. According to this, is called hex. I'm just, so I'm, I think, but I think hex was a use of uh, is a part of the color wheel though. I don't think it's the name of the color, is it? Oh, I have. I'm not. An, I couldn't tell you because I was trying to find it and I couldn't find oh. the name for that color. La colère hexademelé. Oh my gosh! So it is hex? Oh no, it's le conversion pour la couleur. Oh no. Am I testing your French here? Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> um, I actually think it's the color of the hexa. The colour of the dial. I think hex is the... Is well, it's, it's, they're, I'm pretty sure they're hexadecimal numbers, aren't they? I, that's what I thought they were. The, 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 different, um, the different hashtags that you're getting are just different hexadecimal numbers that are associated with, uh, with a different colour. And the reason they use hexadecimal is because there's just that many combinations of hexadecimal. If they create a new number, they can just slot it yeah, in. Yeah, it's a hexadecimal. Yeah, so it's yeah. Not, the colour's not called hex. Um, however... Does it have an La couleur hexadecimal... There we go. Hashtag zero. <laughs> ah, zero, deux, deux, ah. Et un bleu extrêmement franc. Croisément noir et, et avec une très légère nuance de gris. Now, do you have any idea what you just said? I think I said, so hashtag zero A, zero two two A. That part we got. <laughs> is a blue uh-huh. extrêmement franc. Whatever that means. Maybe extremely funky, extremely dark, <laughs> extremely rich. Quasiment noir. Um, Lives in Notre Dame. No, no, so something about black. Quasi, 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 like quasi black, maybe? Mm. Maybe it's saying it's like quasi, maybe quasi is a, you know, we say yeah, quasi, like, maybe yeah, we've yeah. taken that word from French. Yeah. Uh, and with a very lugar nuance of grey. So it's like, oh, yeah, is blue. Extremo funk, so it's blue with a lot of funk. Mm. <laughs> Quasi black with a little bit of grey. Yeah. 
There we go. So it's blank, fucky, blue, grey. I don't think I've got that right, but I think I've got that reasonably close, actually, that, that, that sentence in French. Well, it's pretty amazing. So I started there. That's not my number one because then through – Oh, we're still going. My apologies. Yeah, oh. so I started there and then I couldn't find the name for that cover, so I ended up with Eigengrau. Can you spell it for me? Eigengrau. E-I-G. E-I-G. E-N-G-R-A-U. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a very it's a fairly similar. It's similar, but it's not blue. It's actually more of a grey. Yeah, it's more of a grey. Eigengrau yeah. is the color of dark light. Well, eigengrau actually is the German word for intrinsic grey. Did you know that? And this is what it says here. So it refers to the uniform dark grey background that people see in the absence of light. Mm. So then I realised that my starting journey of the night sky, which is a favourite colour in nature. Mm-hmm. Ended up with the cover that I see in the absence of light, which is when I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then I was like, that is one of my favourite colours. Yeah. The colour of sleep, Liam. It's not quite black, the, right? It's not quite black. It's not, quite black. It's not yeah. quite black. When you close your eyes and you're in a dark room and you're going to sleep and the day is over, it's time to rest. That's right. What, what, what is a better place or a better colour than that? The back of your eyelids. The colour that we see in the absence of light. My number one, Eigengrau. <laughs> That's quite beautiful. That's quite beautiful. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we've we've kind of led. I mean, that's beautiful. You've you've definitely done a better job of this spring. Than I have. <laughs> I've gone for a more. Um, I've gone fancy. I've gone a bit, maybe more fancy than normal. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So Eigenfrau leads very very nicely. I think. I think into my number one. Yep. Which I mean, as you can tell by my the rest of my list have been pretty straightforward colours. Well, they're just you know a part of the broad spectrum of life, then. This one might be contentious because I can see the comments already. That's not a colour. That's a tone. Oh, it's black. No, black is um, all colours. Well, that's right. That's how you look at it, correct? Yeah. Like some people think, oh, it's not. It's not a colour. It's a tone. You use that tone, but no. Yeah. Yeah. D- depending on how you look at it, black is all colours and no colours all at the same time. I mean, technically, black is the absence of pigment, right? Is that what it is? So it's the other way around. So it's the black, the absence of pigment, and then and then white, white is, is all, is all pigment the pigment coming through. That's right. Okay, gotcha. But technically, they're both considered. Well, not technically, some people consider them tones and not colors. But to those people, those I say, people get a life. Seriously, yep. It's a color. Yep. Now, here's why black. You've got to start a spectrum somewhere. Lane. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's with a good tone. <laughs> My favorite thing about black, though, is is is, is actually in its diversity. Yeah. Like, outside of the fact that I wear mostly black clothes because they're slimming. Yep. Black is also just intrinsically cool. It's just cool. That's and true. I think the reason for that, I was trying to think about why black is so cool, and I think it's because it complements pretty much every color, every other color, perfectly. If you get a shirt, you can put any print on that shirt, and no matter what color that is, it'll look pretty good. Mm. The nighttime when you're walking through the city – all of those lights that are on in the city are reflected off that black. They're, they're, they're accentuated by the blackness of the night sky. Mm-hmm. You've got people who express their feelings through black by mm. wearing by wearing just nothing but black. Could be for people who are punk. Could be for people who are just, you know, uh, the wrestling scene is massively into black stuff. Mm-hmm. You could have people who are... Um, actually, now that I think about it... It's, I think back to the Matrix again. Neo. You yeah, know? All black. Mm. All black all the time. Mm. Intrinsically cool. I'm not saying that wrestling fans are cool, always. They are. 
No, that's at, at the same no, that's not true. But when, I'm no. thinking, but when, <laughs> but when I think about it, when I'm thinking about this kind of this idea of fashion that I had in my head, yeah. when you look at it, actually, it actually kind of rep- represents more of the, I guess, moodier kind of. Um, you would never see like a, a photo shoot for a, a model in just all. Oh, you might do actually. No, yeah. I'm down on myself. But like most of those photo shoots, you get for like models and stuff like that, all like bright, vibrant kind of colors and all that kind of stuff. But then mm. you get those artistic shoots that are just all black. Mm. Like all black. I think black's, black's a common colour throughout fashion. Yeah. Uh, but I see what you're saying. Matt, you, don't, you don't get many children's cartoons. No. Mm. No, unless you're in Germany, you have Krampus. That's true. Yeah. But it was uh, a Czech, a, 19, a 1967 Czech stop motion animation. Oh my God. Is that the one I'm thinking of where it's just like the, the, the face that turns into different things and they go through the door? And or is that a completely? It could have been. It, it could have been. There was a, a famous. Uh, it's horrific, right? There's one famous uh, animator. I can't remember his name, but anyway, have a look into it. Check stop motion animation from the Soviet era. It's brilliant. It's actually genius. Like it's actually amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's the same one that I'm thinking of because I know there's one stop motion that's kind of like the background is all black, right? Horrifying horror movies. I mean, use use black to a to an extent because black creates that kind of that that void, right? But the mm. void is also something that's really, really versatile in what you can do with that. Mm. It's scary, sure, because you don't know what's coming out. You don't know what's there. You don't know what's, you know, but it's also something you can just work with in every capacity. Well, it is because it's a bit of the unknown as well, isn't it? There we go. It's Jan Svankmeyer is the name of the filmmaker. Jan Svankmeyer. Don't swear at me. Have a look at some Svankmeyer animations. They'll blow you away. Just check out a cheeky Svankmeyer on your weekend. Yeah, if you're feeling like something a little bit uh, uplifting. Um, I can't believe How did you find that so quick? I just Googled uh, Czech stop motion animator. I think, he's the, I think he's the best stop motion animator in <laughs> the Czech Republic. I mean, it's a it's long the only list. One. It's a long list. <laughs> but he was certainly um, very, like a significant animator, I think, worldwide. Yeah, right. I mean, if, if it's the same one, I'm not going to go through and just sit here for 25 minutes trying to find out if this... Good, it's good podcasting, man. I mean... What, watching me try and Google yeah, things? Yeah, well... <laughs> just shut up for a second. Just sit in silence for the next five to ten minutes. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> It's also, you know, night time. Night time, you know, darkness comes over the world and, th- and, and, and so many fun things happen at night. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, Mystery like, happens at night. Yeah. Like, it's, it's got so much, so much of the unknown to it. And I, can't, I quite like that. Like the unknown aspect of nighttime and the darkness, right? But I think most of the most of the times that I've had the best, the most fun and and the best times have yep. been at nighttime. Oh, of course. And I think it's because, not so much because of the black, but because the black is the perfect complement to everything else that's happening around it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. You can't name every color. If we were ranking the top three colors, and you went, you know, you walk down the street at nighttime, even if you walk down. Um, William Street. I walked down William Street last night. Mm. No one around. Mm. No one around. But there was a certain aura to the city mm. just walking through these lit, lit streets at nighttime mm. against this canvas of black mm. that made the city look pretty cool. Mm. And Isn't it amazing? Because mm. when I think about um, the darkness and nighttime, I then kind of think about daytime. Isn't it amazing how powerful the sun is? It's pretty powerful. Like... It actually is mind-boggling mm-hmm. just to think about how far away we are from the sun, yeah. but yet how powerful its light is yeah. when like the earth, the earth just turns to face the sun yeah. and everything's just like... Yeah. 
Isabel. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, even the movie. We can't, we can't even really conceptualize just how big and powerful the sun is. Well, I don't think everyone, anyone really tries. I mean, not anyone, I say anyone, like, the, like there are obviously scientists and people who are interested in that kind of subject who would. I hope so. But the general layman would not be there going, that sun's probably like. But is it impossible? What, what is what impossible? Like to wrap your head around it. Oh, yeah, I, I would. Like to actually go, like to actually, like you need one of those, um, you know, you need one of those little, uh, you need a scientist yep. to equate yeah. their significant amounts of knowledge and break it down into a small, understandable concept. I think this is why. Like the, like the, like the sun from the light yeah. or, the, or the earth compared to the sun is like, if, imagine if you've got an M&M and it's parked next to a, a, like a tanker or something, like several tankers, you know, you know what I mean? Like the you power need that of scale. Kind of, exactly the power right. of scale. Yeah. power of scale. But I think and this is the thing, like as scientists and people who are interested in science will spend and just dedicate years into learning about these things, right? Mm. And then us, Joe Schmoes, come up and go, oh, is the sun so bright? <laughs> <laughs> and then try to compact that all the, the years and years of experience. And then they've got to like, in summarise it into like the most simplistic, understandable <laughs> terminology. I mean, a full moon. Which is also the sun. Thanks, sun. Which is also the sun, yeah. It's the, it's the reflector. Yeah. You're out, you're out in the country, camping, whatever. That's true. And it's a full moon. All of a sudden, you're like, wow, I can see everything. So you can't have light without the dark. I was raised in the dark. <laughs> Born by it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting no. to, end this, uh, to end this episode with a vain impression, but I love it. I Did love you it. see my face? And I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I could not help myself. Oh. oh dear! I think that was a very interesting episode. I think so. I enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to hear Eichenfrau or Eigen Eigel Eigelberg. Eigengrau. Eigengrau. I wasn't expecting to find Eigengrau. And this is the beautiful thing: you've learned something, you've shared it with everybody else. That's right. That's right. But also, don't hesitate from having a Google of yeah. hex zero a zero a because that was also a very beautiful color. That's right. And you have to speak French. Color without a name. Yeah. If, if, that is actually very French to be a... You know, you know what? You know what? Have a look at that color. I'll tell you what. If someone can write in and name that color for us, I reckon yeah. we we campaign mm-hmm. to get that color named. Yeah. Well, we should. Yeah. Let's have some ideas. Which so send, could... send in your ideas for what we're going to name. Hashtag 0A022A. <laughs> we'll chuck it on, on Twitter. And this time we put out a, a, um, a poll and hopefully get more than two votes this time. Mm. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. Your final thoughts. What's the name of this colour? Something global. <laughs> Something global. That's the name of the colour. Something global. <laughs> oh, that bombshell. That's it for another episode, everybody. Get in touch. No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. It's got something else. Global refraction. Global refraction. So we're going from... No, no, no. <laughs> Reflected, refracted blue. Tune in next week <laughs> for another episode of That's Rank. <laughs>